Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm the therapist, Tess Brigham. And I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And we are continuing our Sister Wives Rewind. This is season six, episode two, The Four Lives of Cody Brown. Now, if this seems familiar, they did do an episode, I cannot remember how long ago, called The Four Wives. Yeah. Of Cody Brown, where they did something very similar, where we get to see, you know, one day here with this wife, one day here with this wife, and they and that becomes the whole episode. And I have to say, I kind of I, I like these episodes. <laughs> I like to see the the contrast and and yeah. what's happening and what's going on. Um, and if you are new to our podcast, uh, we originally started this rewind. Um, the first episode is. February 13th, 2023, where we start recapping Sister Wives and going back to the beginning. So if you um huge fan of Sister Wives and want to hear it, please go back and listen to those episodes. We episode we covered one episode a week or maybe two in one show uh until about I want to say September of last year when when we just well, it was broke August. down. No, it was August. Was it August when because the, sh- the season 18 yeah. started. So we didn't want to do two a week yeah and it was just it was double cody was poof yeah you know now i understand why these wives need three days in between (laughs) although he's much nicer in these um beginning uh seasons yes yes he's still in his nice his nice face nice face he's annoying but you know relatively nice or is he lying lying (laughs) um so anyway, we we open up where we hear from the women saying that they all, you know, they all lead really independent lives, that they feel more like single moms mm-hmm. uh, more than anything. And um, so everyone is desperate to be together, except for Mary. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of interesting. Everyone's like, we can't wait to be together. We can't wait to be together. Mary's very nervous because, you know what? Mary enjoys her privacy. Yeah. And she thinks it's going to be a big challenge. And I think that we were talking about this in the last episode, this idea of when did the problems with Mary and Cody start? When did Cody, you know, what happened with him and Mary? And we talked a bit about, you know, is it because she only was able to have one child? Was she not, she wasn't willing to be, um, uh, you know, take Robin up as a surrogate. She wasn't, you know, she didn't want to do any of those things. And I think this is another part of that case where I think what's interesting is even though um, plural marriage and all of that was a part of Mary's upbringing, she, she obviously is not suited for this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like, we also talked about how she didn't really participate in, raising the other kids yes i mean she participated in the family and in Mm -hmm. the family events and all that but it was christine who took on that mantle yeah took care of everybody's kids Mm -hmm. you know not mary mary was working doing her own thing and yeah and she said she thinks it's going to be hard to see 
when they're in the cul-de-sac and she sees what Cody and the other wives are doing, it's going to might be hard to see. And it turns out, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because everyone could see Cody was always at Robin's house. Yeah. You know, he was always there all the time. So maybe she already kind of knows that that's what she's going to be seeing because Mm -hmm. I think people already know he spends all of his time at her house because Christine and Robin, their rental houses are on the same street. Mm, Yeah. You know, before Mm -hmm. they moved to the cul-de-sac. And so they already know. Yeah. It's already started. So I, she doesn't kind of doesn't want to see that. Yeah. Well, and also I think, you know, I think she probably felt a lot of jealousy even in Lehigh with Janelle and Christine Mm -hmm. because she is the first wife. I mean, she, she, this was a new thing for her when Janelle came in, even though she had been raised in it, you know, experiencing something on your own for the first time is very different. And, um, you know, I think again, that shows you that maybe this wasn't right. None of this was right for her. Mm-hmm. None of this was what she should be doing. Um, and that's the part that I think is so frustrating is you got to give people options. <laughs> you can't just tell them there's only one way to be. Yeah. Well, um, she was just following what she thought. Yeah. You know, like I said, yeah, she lived that life her whole life. That's all she knew. She was just following what she thought she was supposed to do. And it turns out, yeah, she really didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. So so day one is Janelle, right? Or we see Janelle uh, get up at 530 to go work out. So she's got this, you know, she's got this new trainer, Sean Huddleston. She's lost 25 pounds in 90 days, but she's super frustrated because she isn't losing any weight. And um, she's feeling really frustrated. She can't, she again tells us that she can't see how she fits into sister wife's closet. <laughs> she <laughs> wants to uh, put the plug in there. Uh, like she cannot stand this. And, um, yeah. And so we hear from, is it Christine telling us that the expo didn't go well and that we see a family meeting? Is this? Yeah. They yeah, have, a, I'm, I'm kind of blazing through things it, it's, here. Well, yeah. So this thing with, uh, Janelle at the gym that we come back to the gym later. There's sort of like introducing that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So then they go into another sister wife's closet business meeting. Yes. Which which is always good time. (laughs) So happy. And yeah, I have. So basically they they uh, Robin crunched the numbers and uh, they only made five hundred dollars in profit from the St. George Expo. And this is was this where Cody kept asking her, like, well, did you take the cost of goods out of that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, and it's like, yes, yes this is Cody. I understand net, how that works. Yeah. Net this is what profit. We- <laughs> God, Cody. Yeah. And and I, I have in my notes here, Janelle says, I don't want to design jewelry. <laughs> She just says that to, like straight out yeah. to the whole table. And Robin's like, but I've been begging you to do the plus size clothing because it's your, she says niche, but it's niche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Janelle's like, it's a hobby business. <laughs> this isn't working. Yeah. And uh, that's, this is when Cody says he feels awkward selling jewelry because it looks like he's trolling for a new wife. Yes. he's Because his only sales strategy is to flirt. <laughs> That's your one sales strategy? Well, then that's your problem, Cody, that you need to work on that. And this is what I love, because didn't Cody, wasn't he in sales when we first met him? Allegedly, he sold that Fiesta Cantina sign. You know, so salespeople, I love salespeople, salespeople who are like, oh, I can sell ice to an Eskimo. I can do this. I can do that. And it's like, okay, Cody, you're such an amazing salesperson. Like you could be able to sell jewelry. Right. And I don't know, not not be so flirtatious right. that someone's going to be offended. Yeah, but that yes, that someone might misinterpret his interest. Cody, no one is Co- thinking get about over you yourself that much. Yes, God, <laughs> so self centered. Yeah, that it's all about him. All about but him. But Robin is getting pissed because she is tired of begging people to get involved and and i will say this is another thing is i think i understand that this was her whole thing about right proving her worth having something but again it's one of those things where 
and I don't know if you have friends like this, where you're kind of like, you know what? Sometimes you have to just do something yourself. Mm -hmm. Like not everyone has to get involved in your, you've started, you know, you want to do this charity or you want to do this. It's like, yeah, you committed to that. So you do it. Like Robin, no one's stopping you from doing this. Like, why do you, it's actually better if you had less voices. Right. You could get things done quicker. I mean, these people, they're just holding you back. And Mary offered to do it with her. Uh Just do it with Mary. Yeah. Yeah. And you say Mary's the best pusher. So great. She she knows how to design the area. She's good at moving stuff around, packing up the car. Yeah. So do it with her. Go on the road with her. I I just, it's very odd where I, and it's funny because it seems like Robin really needs Janelle's approval more than anything, Mm. more than Christine's. As a breadwinner. Because yeah, yeah, when she came into the family, you know, Janelle was saying the same kind of things about how, you know, now we've got you know, four more mouths to feed and we're barely making it and the finite resources. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think Robin really felt all that. Yeah. And she has to prove herself to Janelle that yeah. she she can earn money, too. So it was a very tense meeting. It was a very tense meeting. So then we see Christine's going over to Janelle's house because they need to talk about real estate because they've got a big meeting tomorrow with Mona mm-hmm. Reiki. Big meeting. Um, so the two of them are, I didn't quite understand what the two of them were doing. Like by this point, they've both passed the exam. So I didn't know what the point of this meeting was where they started to go over some things together. And I was like, so what's your meeting about Mona about? I I read that, um, they were going to discuss real estate and review real estate law. Ah, okay. So maybe Mona was going to be... Mona was probably going to be training them on some of the like logistics of actually selling real estate. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, you learned about this stuff in school, in school, but here's like what you're really going to be doing. Yeah. And this is how it works. And this is what you need to know kind of thing. Or maybe a deal that Mona's working on. And she's like, okay, I'm going to take oh, you yeah, through you can every shadow step. This. Yeah. yeah. So I'll show you how to get it done. But then a fight breaks out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Janelle's kids and Peyton is there and it's Gabe and Garrison. Mm-hmm. And they're all just Picking on each other, fighting. Yes. Well, so apparently Garrison unplugged Gabe's game. And that really upset Gabe. And then and then I think that Garrison got mad that Gabe told. So he kicked Gabe. Yeah. And that created more. And what I love about all this, did you notice Cody was doing nothing? No. Cody was, was sitting, sitting in a chair downstairs. Like all of a sudden, hell breaks out. Kids are screaming. And he does absolutely nothing until Janelle goes, Cody, can, can you, you help me? Help me, please. The one night you're goddamn here right, ever. Right. And this is happening. So go do something about He's it. He's just sitting in his chair on his laptop yeah. kind of laughing. Yeah. And it's like, this is what Janelle has to put up with every day. Parenting mm-hmm. these teenage boys. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. And so um, finally... Cody comes upstairs and his big solution is to take Christine's kids home. Right. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm well, why don't I just take Peyton? And I think another one of Christine's kids was, was there maybe Isabel or something. Yeah. And, and um, you know, maybe I should just take them home. When he has all these empty platitudes that, you know, he says, check your behavior, go to your room. Choices have consequences. Your actions have consequences. And it's like, um, Huh? What? How is this helpful? Yeah. To like, I don't, I don't know how old Gabe and Garrison are at this point. Pretty but young, like eight and 10 or. Yeah. He looks like he's maybe middle school, like t- maybe 11, 12. Oh, it's that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, what the, what? And then the, I love this. This was my favorite. When Gabe goes, he screams out, Garrison used the F word. <laughs> he didn't say F word. He used the real word. <laughs> Uh, and this is when I think um, Janelle, poor Janelle, Janelle's just like, God damn it. I'm just trying to do this work. And uh, and then she goes into this whole thing about how she's really struggling with teenage boys, mm-hmm. the hormones, the testosterone, all of those kinds of things. And Cody says that he he doesn't want them for the next three days to remember him as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's not He's not disciplining them. Yeah. And he says, I'm still figuring it out. It's like, what? You've been parenting for 18 years. Yeah. What do you mean? You 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 have older boys. What do you mean you're figuring it out? And then he says he feels like he has no credibility with his children. 
because he's not home all the time. He's just a visitor. And it's like, well, that's a very good point. Mm hmm. Yeah. Who's going to listen to you when you're here one day, two days a week tops? Yeah. So how do you make your presence more known, Cody? I mean, again, you don't work at all, barely. So you really t- could technically go to every every wife's house yeah. every day for an, at a period of time or take time out or say to yourself, huh, I really probably should have some alone time with Gabe or Garrison, yeah. or give them what they're looking for. Um, but the best is Garrison's like, I'm not going to school tomorrow. <laughs> okay (laughs) oh my god and so cody's big thing is he wants he asks garrison to apologize to mom to me (laughs) and to gabe i'm like why are you in this mess right why i mean yes you have to apologize to gabe because you did rip off his i mean listen um you did stop his game in the middle and i know that's a big deal with the Mm -hmm. video game and um and you tried to and you kicked him and you did some other things too and like janelle yeah you yelled at janelle but what did you why are your feelings right hurt, Cody? why do you deserve an apology so garrison and gabe they finally make up and yeah and that's and that's the other thing too is these fights i don't even have two kids but i could imagine if i had two boys that this stuff goes on constantly yeah it does. that it's this ongoing thing so why does it have to be this these platitudes of what you're talking about mm-hmm. or these big things it's more of like okay let's figure out what's going on here separate apologize move on yeah Ugh. no cody's parenting is subpar yeah best. and then we see janelle poor janelle sitting on that couch she says she feels really isolated from the rest mm-hmm. of the family just sort of on her own island by herself mm-hmm. and i can imagine that's hard yep all right so, so the next day is christine's day and um you know cody's not going over there no, until very late not till like 6 p.m <laughs> Or at the earliest. So we see Christine and Janelle. They're going to Mona's office. And um, so Mona, I guess Mona put together these big binders. And she asked, I think Christine, I don't know what Janelle said. She asked Christine, it's like, have you have you read the book? No. (laughs) God. It's like, Christine, I I I love Christine, (laughs) but come on. You know, this woman, yes. And, and I would really love to know, I wish we could get a hold of Mona Reiki. I would really love to know how, if being on the show helped her business, hurt her business, mm-hmm. like how much of this was she getting paid or not getting paid? Because I'm sure you've had time, you know, everybody, we've all had those moments where you're like, huh, then why am I doing why this? Why am I with- doing this? Yeah. yeah. What am I doing this with you? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why am I bothered? Because you have no, like, these are two people with no real estate experience at all. Like Ro- Mona could probably find some young whippersnapper who, right. you know, could come on in and do a great job. It's like, yeah, I doubt she was getting paid to be on the show. It was probably just like, oh, well, we'll feature your business. Mm-hmm. But I mean, okay, that's only helpful if you live in Las Vegas. Yes. You and, know, and so I think I think Mona said, oh, these people are lost. Let me help them a mm-hmm. little bit. I really do think Mona was coming at it from a kind yeah. place well she was i mean she made a commission on the, the houses yes yes and probably made a commission when she found those rentals but yeah not enough to, <laughs> not enough to like have to hold these people's hands yes. and, and reprimand them and do all this shit for like two years yes <laughs> so then mona has a real hard talk <laughs> with christine especially where she says, listen, you know, this is a hard business. This is an exhausting business. And I think real estate of anything, I think must be so hard to like take, you know, it's such a crapshoot. You you take some people around for months and months and months and months Mm -hmm. and months and they do nothing. And then someone else buys right away. I mean, it's such a hard, hard business. And she's trying to explain to Christine, like, I have not had a day off in six weeks. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if that means because since I started my own business, I have not had a day off at all. <laughs> like barely. I, I I do. I do think maybe she was she was trying to be realistic. But at the same time, like, you know, when you work for yourself and you do this like every day, there's something to right. be done. It's not like you're it's working all, it's not eight, I'm eight all hours day, every yeah. day. Yeah. But you're doing something. Something mm-hmm. comes up. There's a deadline. We've got to yeah. get this. Things got to close. Got to do this. Got to show that. I mean, yeah. I know with my the woman that helped us buy our house. Like we were looking at another house one time and God damn it. She showed up at our house. She was at our house that night wanting to talk about it. Like, cause she saw sale and mm-hmm. she had to, you know? And I was like, so I think Moda was trying to be a little realistic with Christine, 
And then this is when Christine lost her mind. Yeah. This was just all too much with her. She's like, I can't give up six weekends. Kids aren't used to me being gone. I can't do this. Six weekends, six weeks, six weekends. It's like she could not hear anything else. And she says that I couldn't hear anything else. And then she also tells them that there's going to be, well, first she says, you know, don't go, you tell the others and, you know, <laughs> don't be going to the site and talking to anybody and yes. adding things on and whatever. Or even talking to the builders right. slows they, them they down. They have to stop what they're doing. And yeah. So there's going to be, she says, there's going to be a delay for Christine and Janelle to get into their homes because of delays in the building, but their loans are approved. Yes. Okay. But then on the flip side, and this is such an injustice, Robin and Mary's houses are ready, but their loans aren't approved. Yes. So it could be that nobody gets in <laughs> by Christmas. And Christine is beside herself. She at this is. Point. She, she has lost her goddamn mind. Yes. Uh, so then she's back at home and Cody. Oh, she, no, no, no. But hold on. Hold oh. on. But this was this was a great moment where um there we see Christine and Janelle walking outside and Janelle Janelle's like, well, at least someone will be in there by Christmas. That means nothing. <laughs> Christine goes, that means nothing, nothing, nothing. Like she's she we see Christine in a new like, whoa, she's lost yeah, her mind. She's. she's this is not a good day not a good day so sorry go back to that but i just that means nothing nothing no i felt her i felt that um okay so then later that evening back cody finally shows up Cody finally shows up they're on lying on christine's bed and you know truly's there and christine is telling him about Mm -hmm. how you know what mona told her and she says uh, she cannot work weekends and evenings and um cody's like well yeah, I guess not. Okay, well then don't do it. He just seems like he so like he doesn't care. Yeah. Well, it's also interesting because he was doing what a lot of men do, which is he started problem solving. And it's right. like slow down, Cody. Just let her vent. Just yeah. let her vent. She wants to vent. She wants to talk these things through. Yeah. All of that. And then he says something very interesting. He says, Yeah, well, you don't have a situation where another mother will take the children. And I'm thinking to myself, where the fuck what, is Robin? Right, what is this sister wives thing what, for? I'm like, yes. Why are we doing this if not to help each other? Because this was this taking having someone else that is like a second mother yes. to your child to take your children is the most it is the most valuable thing. It's more valuable than all the money in the world. Right. Because you know can't, your child is you safe. Can't, you can't pay enough. That, yeah. Yes. There's no amount you could pay for that. You yeah. Have, and he just he just solidified the fact that he never expected Robin to have to take care of anybody mm-hmm. else's kids. Yeah. Or, or Robin told him, I'm not taking care of anyone else's kids. So he could, but he clearly knows mm-hmm. that is not an option. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. And you what? don't have a situation, but it's not even Mary. My first my first thing was Robin. Why can't Robin take these kids? Then I'm thinking, well, why wouldn't Mary? Right. Somebody. Right? Leon is leaving soon to go off to college, as we see in another episode later on. So yeah. it's like, what? there's Again, nobody th- nobody isn't this perfect could yeah. mary take your kids yeah. and so i think we're already seeing very clearly that number one they've been lying to us lies lies <laughs> but that the one piece of all of this that's really beneficial for women isn't even true or real except for janelle and christine yeah like that's it i know this is just it's it's all been a lie yes and then Cody, yeah, like you said, instead of just hearing her out or problem solving or whatever, he's like, okay, well, don't do it. And then if she, if she wants to continue talking yeah. and he says, you're creating drama that doesn't exist. Mm. And he gets up to like leave. This is, and I hate it when men do that, when yeah. they get, just get up and leave because mm-hmm. they don't want to like hear it anymore. And she's like, well, I'm just telling you how I feel. Yeah. And Cody's like, well, if you feel like you have to work, go ahead. I mean, he's he's just being such a dick. Yeah. So rude. Well, and uh, all you've been talking about is how we need to make everybody's talking about. Right. We've got we these need houses. Money. We need money. Everyone needs to be working. Everyone needs to be doing this and that. And yeah, wh- I don't understand. Why couldn't he have told her, which is what I would have told her, which is like, listen, you haven't even started real estate yet. Yeah. Like, give it some time. Yeah. You may really love it. And the nights and weekends aren't a big deal. Or maybe that's the only time you're working. Or maybe right. that's this. Or maybe you take on less. Like... That's the thing about real estate that why people go into it and why a lot of women go into it is there is 
you are working all the time, but there's a certain amount of flexibility mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you do get to decide you could when things are. leave and pick up your kids from school. You don't make an, so you just don't make appointments mm-hmm. to show houses or whatever. Or, or to, why to can't see. you and Janelle be a team? Right. Why can't the right. two of you sell houses right. together and be You're a team right. together? She just, she just, she heard that night and weekend thing and she just shut down because you know what? Because she doesn't have a partner. Yeah, she doesn't, she's Janelle's the closest thing, but yeah. she really does not have a partner because she feels like a single mom. And all of a sudden, she's like, "Well, I'm not going to get any help from Cody, yeah. who also could be helping on nights and weekends too." Right, and Unreal. and she remember she asked him to help when she was pregnant, mm-hmm. and he was driving back and forth to see Robin. Yes, and she was working at night, and she was struggling, and she said you know, please don't go visit Robin. I need your help. And mm-hmm. he said, no. Yeah. So she knows. And that was an extreme circumstance. Yes. She, yes. You know, so she, if he's not going to help her in that circumstance, well, he's not going to certainly not going to help her here. Yeah. So it's just the worst. He is. And it's interesting, too, because you would think of anything that he would support. It would be Sister Wives Closet. But yet he's so weird about that and so inconsistent. You would think that he would be more into it because it was Robin's thing. Yeah. Well, I was trying to fake like a, I can't believe I just said a few minutes ago. This is the nice Cody. He's <laughs> never been nice. No, he just wasn't as um, overtly. overtly abrasive yes. as he is now. Yes. He was like, this is uh, undercover. Well, and also just to say drama, which is such a, um, you know, women hysterical. hysterical. If your your concerns and problems and worries are now drama. Right. You're not allowed to have feelings, feelings or any of this. Everything has to be sweet. Yes. Keep sweet. Keep sweet. (laughs) Oi. Psych Legal Pop will be back after these messages. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, um, now is that it for, for, for that, that was Christine's That was Christine's day. <laughs> and it leaves with her saying, yeah, I just, I just want to be a mom. And it's like, okay, you want to be a mom. So, okay, even if this has taught you that you want to be a mom, then by the that by the standards and rules of 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 this of this plural life, then you should be able to be just a mom, and the rest of everybody else will help you out. Help yeah. you out. I know, I know. But that's it. That was Christine. That was night. Christine's shitty day. Yeah, <laughs> that was a really bad uh, day for her. Yes, yes, very bad. Uh, um. So the next day is Robin's day, which I'm sure Cody is all a tingle about. Like, ooh, I get to be Robin. <laughs> well, finally, my love. Yes. And why is it that Robin, on her day, mm-hmm. she gets to go on a solo date yes. with Cody? Yes. That Isn't night. that interesting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, but this is, I love this. 
so Solomon's sleeping and he's a very, very light sleeper. So she's trying to get Aurora and all the other kids to be quiet. And I'm telling you, this is why I think Aurora is super annoying. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was being <laughs> she really was annoying. being extra and extra annoying. Playing the piano. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, running around yelling. I mean, Brianna was stopping her going, Shh. Yeah. <laughs> Your younger sister knows. I like, know. Yeah, I know. I know it was very controversial when I said Aurora was my least favorite <laughs> but I'm telling you, I have a lot of evidence to the contrary. She's I annoying. Know. Well, and she's saying um, that it's super, since Solomon has been born, it's super rare for her and Cody to get to go on a date without him. Mm-hmm. And it's only happened three times this year without having to take Sol. And I'm thinking, well, what month is it? Yeah. You know, three times a year for a new mom on a solo. I, that seems kind of like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think about when max was born but yeah i mean you like your my you know your in-laws come into town and so you're like great we'll go out because someone's there to take care of the kid and um i don't know i was very lucky because i lived next door to mom so i i always had someone around but yeah i don't think steve and i went out that much ever yeah i I wonder who's watching saul and the other kids but also probably her mother or something yeah but i also want to say that it's it's so this is a great example of um, you have nothing planned. Like you knew this was shooting. Mm-hmm. So you have all this stuff planned with Robin. You have nothing planned for Christine. You have nothing planned for the other wives. And money is so tight. Can you really be paying to go do this? Well, I guess I bet you pedal monkey yeah. paid for it, but well, yeah, because they went repelling, which yeah, I seems did not like get a that strange date. Um, so but before that, everyone has a meeting with Mona. <laughs> and oh, this gosh. was great. So, um, and we learned that Cody, Robin, and Mary, they need to be working on their loan. So apparently, Cody hasn't even filled out paperwork that he needs to fill out. It's been months. Yeah, it's what? like, what are you doing? I know. What are you doing? How hard can this paperwork be? I think one of the things that's holding up Robin's um, finances, she's trying to get all these creditors to settle with her. Because mm-hmm. she, she said that. Yeah. So, but there's no excuse for um, not filling out the yeah. forms yes Cody. no that's that's something that's within your control so yeah. you can do that but yeah it's like what mary is pretty organized what's yeah. mary doing what is wrong with you all well so, she needs cody's cooperation because they're still legally married yes, i bet you that's and so it. all their tax stuff is probably the file taxes together all that kind of stuff so then mona says this is i love this who has been going out to the property without <laughs> telling me and she's and everyone's quiet <laughs> And um, Cody and Robin claim that they've been out twice. Just the two of them? <laughs> God, what? You know, I you know they you... snuck into that house in, at night. This is where our bedroom's going to be. Let's <laughs> yes. do it. Yes, let's christen the bedroom right now. That probably now. is what broke whatever was wrong with our house. <laughs> or maybe you think they had sex in the other houses. Like, ha, ha, ha. Mary. Yes, let's go do it on Christine's <laughs> living room floor uh the library oh she's gonna call i'm gonna suggest this is a library (laughs) so then we find out that she asks mary how many times have you been out there so apparently she said well 10 times and mary's like well apparently mary's dropped by at least 10 times she so her whole thing is i'm working on a scrapbook (laughs) she's like i gotta get pictures i've got to get scrapbook pictures for the scrapbook it's like who was asking for the scrapbook? And it's just her personal, you know, yeah. scrapbook of the building of her home. Yes. So I bet you, I bet you anything she goes out there every single day. Mm-hmm. I think she has an idea every day. And I think she goes out there to take pictures for her scrapbook. And I bet you anything she's out there yammering. Yeah. While them. she's there, she'll notice something, uh-huh. you know, and then she'll have to, you know, engage. Ugh. The builder. Yes. Yes. Um, (laughs) So Mona's like, no more going out there without letting us know. (sighs) So then we have Janelle. So Janelle goes over to Robin's house and um, she now says that she wants to get more involved in Sister Wife's Closet because she wants to do the clothing business because she was looking for plus size workout clothes and she couldn't find anything. Which I'm trying to think back to 2015, 2016. I can believe that. It's very different now. Right. I mean, there's so much variety in workout yeah. clothes. I mean, especially post-pandemic where all we walk 
wear our workout clothes. But um, so now she's inspired. So now she's back. (laughs) Flip flopped again. Um, But Rob, I mean, so she also says that she doesn't think Cody should be involved because this needs to be a women, woman empowered business. He's yeah. He's uncomfortable being part of this women's. Yeah. What he perceives is like a, women's only business and i think janelle was probably just thinking like let's just get rid yeah, of him already like dead we don't weight. we don't it's, need him no. he's exhausting so suddenly i mean i don't know what the days are from you know what's happening like yeah. how quickly she's flip-flopping but i think that if it was uh janelle's day two days ago like this is two days later she's yeah, coming back i know so i i, I like janelle i do but this is you can't do this to people like because yeah. it sounds like I hate this business. I don't want to do this. I don't, and then she's like, oh, God, I can't find any clothes that fit me. Oh, I want to do a clothing business. And I mean, yeah, Janelle's a little lost. Yeah. And then she also I love this. She tells Robin just to only invite Christine to the fun things because mm-hmm. she hates meetings. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, good. Like Janelle, she she, that was good she came in and she said okay this is how we're gonna do it yeah because it could work if we do it this way and um so that was good yeah which is fine it's a little bit like if christine doesn't really want to do this stuff then if she wants to be a mom then great let her be the mom like someone has to be right you know and, and she, all of she would even watch robin's kids yeah. if robin would let her but she won't let her yeah so cody and robin they're going to red rock canyon um she says she's really missed cody this first year without with solomon you know because they just haven't been together what does that mean he comes over all the time i know well i think it's like she's used to that they're doing stuff going out the two just the two of them but now with solomon i mean i think basically because uh her youngest of her three kids was is about nine or ten i think it's more of like oh crap having a baby's a lot well i think she was breastfeeding and so Mm -hmm. yeah you have to take the baby with you yeah everywhere you go and i think she just hadn't had that in a long time so but they decide to rappel down a rock and i wrote down this is fun no this does not look like fun doesn't look like fun of course cody has to tell the guide that he's a polygamist of course of course and these two are so lovey-dovey just kissing and all over oh yeah well so um yeah, I guess Robin was questioning what life would look like when they're all in the houses. And then I thought this was interesting. They're on the, they're at the top of the rock together, which I thought was so weird. It's like you go up to one rock, you hike it, and then you rappel down. Yeah. I'm like, how is that fun? Like, I, don't I just, know. I don't, I, I can understand rock climbing because you're climbing up and there's that, the, to get to the top, but you're just doing the lazy part where you're rappelling down. And these don't even seem like huge rocks where you have to navigate craggy. You're not propelling very far, but rappelling. So they're sitting on this rock together and Chris Cody asks Robin, do you want to (laughs) kiss? He cannot wait to make out with Robin. No, which he can't, as we've learned from Christine and, and, um, her wedding specials, Cody never wanted to make out with her, kiss her. Never. But he cannot wait to kiss Robin. Can't wait. Yes. So the final day is a day with Mary, which starts at 4.20 a.m. So um, Mary, so Leon likes to run, likes to go out and exercise. And they also go to the seminary class at 6 a.m. So in order to do that, they have to get up at 4.20 to run. And I guess she doesn't want, which I don't blame her. She doesn't want uh leon running in the you know dark, dark cold of las vegas though if she just stays in the neighborhood i don't know yeah. i don't know i get it but it's also it's a lot yeah i mean leon is what like 17, 17 or almost 18 now yeah i don't know would you let your daughter run in your in neighborhood the, in the, well <laughs> we live in a very different you know this is oakland um the only yeah the only thing i worry about when she's running is i feel like someone's gonna jack her for her 500 dollar you yeah. know apple headphones oh yeah <laughs> i'm like do you have to run with those headphones and she's like well what do you mean i'm like oh, you know that's you know it's like yeah. it's like we're having like taping 500 dollars to your back yes you know that you could very easily very just, just rip someone off can just go. come snatch them yeah so yeah i mean i'm i'm 
kind of a paranoid mom. So I understand, Mary. Um, so we learn that at this point, Leon still really wants plural marriage, believes in it. Um, then there's this fight because they have to drive Robin's old van to school, which I guess isn't mm-hmm. very cool. And there's no air conditioning, which I can imagine in Las Vegas is yeah. hellish. Well, and Leon was very upset about this. I mean, mm-hmm. pretty well, bitchy, quite frankly. But. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just kind of feel like they're a teenager. I give them a wide, a wide berth. But it is interesting Um you know, this whole thing where they go, uh, Mary says, you know, Leon and I, neither of us are really good at, about changing last minute plans. Like there's obviously a very controlling nature in both of them. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Leon makes some comment about like, yeah, well, plans change a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I do wonder if some of this is I was kind of like, I wonder if Leon's got a point here. If if Mary does promise her things mm. or things are promised a lot. Right. And it's. I mean, we haven't even gotten to Christmas in the homes, but, um, you know, that maybe Mary does this a lot, like rips the rug out from under them. So everyone's heading out to the houses with Mona. This is what we do on Mary's day off. God, how many times have we been there this week? We've been there four times or something (laughs) for the four lives of Cody Brown each day. Every day. Going out to these goddamn houses. (sighs) Um, And then we see this um, interview. Oh, God. This one with Janelle. Did you notice Janelle's eye makeup? (laughs) In this one, there is one where she's wearing this really bright purple top. Mm -hmm. And she decides to wear bright purple and magenta eye shadow. And I was like, woof, boy. It was was a little scary. Yeah. so we learn that, yes, Leon wants to be in the houses by the holidays. Uh, again, we learn that Mary is worried about the privacy again, yes. as we as we talked about before. Um, yes. And then we go to this whole thing about how Leon and Mary go shopping at one of those like crafty stores where there's a lot of word art. Yes. And I think, was this the dawn of word art? When it, did this yes. word art phenomenon start? It's, this is probably the hi- height of word art. Because word time. art is kind of it's dropped. It's, it, I hope so. Yeah. yeah well, no, this, I think in some parts of the country. Yeah. No, this still there was so much word art in the store, but Ugh. it was, and they had all this Christmas stuff. Yes. And they're buying Christmas um, decorations, and uh, but I thought it was two months before Christmas. Yes. No, because. Cody, when he goes over to the house, they're already unpacking. Yeah, they've got the tree up. And and he's like, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Like, what are you doing? But I guess these two really love Christmas. But I also think what's interesting about this is all back to this whole idea of like everyone has the same budgets. Mm, And like now Mary, because she doesn't have to buy food for four boys, she's out spending all this money on Christmas. She has a lot of disposable income because, yeah, she has a lot of stuff. She does have a lot of stuff. And I think this is really interesting because here we're talking about finite resources. Mm -hmm. Everyone's struggling. How are we getting in these houses? And if this whole thing is about sharing, then Mm -hmm. why aren't you saying, you know, I have extra money every month and I'm just going to spend it on this. Just give it for food. Why can't Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just give the food budget over or put it in a savings account or like a rainy day fund. well and i think this is also another source of cody's frustration with her mm-hmm. um is that she clearly has always insisted yes that it be equal and she feels very justified in it because she would have had more kids if she could have so she shouldn't be punished for it mm-hmm. and he's gone along with that yes and i think he regrets going along with that and he's but it's too late to yeah. go back and so he's pissed at her about yeah. that yeah yeah, and I in think fact, so. the, the final scene here is they're sitting on the couch, Mary and Cody, and they're talking. Mary says, "We were already struggling in our relationship before we moved, mm-hmm. so we're all the way back in Lehigh." Um, and she says, "But we're on the uphill. We're more engaged with each other, working on the relationship." And then Cody says, "There is a utopia there, and I'm looking forward to it." Whatever. Yeah, I didn't understand what that meant either. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. When did your problems start? Yes, well, <laughs> because in the, was it the first up? 
I can't remember. It's definitely the first season where the two of them go to Lakai. Oh, yeah. That fancy Utah restaurant. And they do in that scene at their 20th anniversary, they're talking about past struggles, past struggles and and uh, what's been going on. So, you know, this is five years later. We're yeah. f- this is that's a long time. I don't know. I mean, I've been married a long time. My husband and I have had ups and downs, but it's never lasted five years. I mean, that would be like what? Like, huh? I, I, I don't know. But yeah, I, I'm with you on this whole thing about. Cody and Cody's resentments um, towards Mary. And quite frankly, and I think this is one of the things that he likes about Janelle, because Janelle's very simple and Janelle's not, you know, um, spending tons of money and doing doing what Mary's doing. But also, um, so I do think he likes that. But again, what's so interesting about this is this is something that he went along with and then he's he gets mad at the women. He gets mad at you mm-hmm. as opposed to ever sitting down with her and saying, Mary, we got to redo this. Right. We got to. Re- I, I said I said yes to this. And I said and and I personally, I'm sure people out there have their own opinions. My opinion is, is that it's not fair. Like, I, no. I'm sorry that you wanted to have more children and you couldn't. But. Again, if you were on food stamps, if you were on anything, remember we used to get that subsidy. I don't know what happened to that. Everyone got like $100 for each kid they had, you know, four or five years ago. I can't remember. Like, yes, that's how it works. People Mm -hmm. are going to base it on the number of dependents that you have. Right. And it's really not fair. It's not fair at all. It's not fair. It's stupid. And I don't know why he ever agreed to it in the first place. But yeah, he should have had the balls to say, you know what? Well, I can't do this. You know, yeah. You know, these other People are struggling to feed their kids, yes. for God's sakes. Yes. You know? And that's why I think the, you know, resentments come from all around, you know, mm-hmm. Janelle, Christine. Yeah, it's funny because I'm always, I always laugh at our own parents who work really hard to make everything feel fair between the two of us. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I've never like been feeling like, oh, Brooke got so much more than I did, or I've never felt any resentment. I always thought like, why are the two of you working so hard? Like, we don't care. Like you raised us because the other thing is when we would fight, the big line was the two, it's going to be just the two of you one day (laughs) making decisions about us. You have to be friends. (laughs) It's just, you have to be friends. Even though our own father struggles with his relationships with his siblings, even he was just like, you need to be friends. You know, this is your sister. Stay loyal, all this kind of stuff. But I look back now and I go, oh, I guess, yes. Thank you. (laughs) That was the Mm -hmm. smart, you did pay attention and you did care. So now we are adults and we don't, I don't know how you feel, but I don't feel resentful. I don't no, feel like I, you've gotten more or whatever. I think there's been certain times where maybe more was coming to me or more was coming to you, but I didn't feel like, oh, I'm so bitter and angry about well, but it. People need different things at different times. Yes. And that's how it worked out. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, that's, uh, yeah, if you have, I th- you know, as long as you get your needs met, when you get your needs met, who cares? Like if, if someone else needs something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. That's just one sign of, you know, dysfunction, you know, yes. it comes out and stuff like money mm-hmm. and uh, time yeah. and energy time, and money. You yeah. And that creates this resentments and yeah. Yeah. No, but I do. It, it, I think it is important as a uh, parent to make your kids fear or to be as equal as you can with your kids. And I, and I think that's creates a lot of resentment. You know, that's why the older kids, they don't Mm -hmm. like Mary because they see their mother struggling and, you know, to put food on the table and whatever. And they know, you know, they know all this business. They know Mary's getting that. It it, it does because it it gets people. And I see this like um, doing probate cases, Mm. you know, where there's, oh, yeah, you know, contested. You and dad had all these crazy cases where adult kids were still fighting with each Still other pissed off about unequal treatment like mm-hmm. you know and oh god when when parents leave unequal amounts to their kids and their will yeah even though the parent it's kind of rare parents really do try to be fair mm-hmm. but then if they try to be fair there's always kids who feel like well why does this person oh you know get this and i need it and you know or if it's not equal then they're upset that it's not equal they're never happy, you yeah. know, and it's and it, and it all stems back to their childhood and how they perceive 
each sibling was treated and um, if they're the favorite. And then the, there's the one who took care of the parent. Yeah, that's always a big one. They that, always feel like yeah. they deserve more. And or, or, a lot of the cases were around that, right? The person who took care of mom and dad, you know, would... I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of all these cases, but, y- y- you know, that the person who took care of mom and dad, they have this they have a lot of influence. Right. Right. Because they're around a lot. And so there's a lot of shady things that yeah, happen. Sometimes. Or if they've if they have taken care of and then there's some deadbeat brother and it's like they deserve a fifth or a fourth. Right. And yeah. I did all this. And that's the thing is that that's that whole thing with parents and taking care and and money. And it's like. You know, be a good be a good parent, but you cannot guarantee if your kid's going to take care of you or not. So you have to kind of like you got to you chose to be a parent. It's not a requirement that children take care of their parents when they get older. But, you know, if you love and invest in your children, they're going to want to. Mm -hmm. And um, and then, you know, from there, it's a little bit of as a as a kid, it's you cannot live your life based on whether or not you're going to inherit money. Yeah. You know, which a lot of people do. They get to a point where they're just sitting around waiting for their parents to die because mm-hmm. they count on that money. Yeah. Because they know? need it so bad. And they're getting older. And that's the thing. People are living for so long. I would see a lot of cases where, you know, these parents are living into their 90s and their adult children are like 65 and mm-hmm. they need the money so yeah. they can retire. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. And yes. Yeah, it's 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 a problem. Yeah. Though mom's mom's house is part of my retirement oh, plan. Oh, me too. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong, but oh, we you want know. that. We want that. We want that house in Berkeley. Yeah, no, that does definitely. We, we need that house, but it it is part of it. But it's not, you know, okay. Then if that means if mom eventually gets sick and has to sell her house, I mean, it's sort of like, okay, then I guess I have to, you know, figure something else out, or I guess mm-hmm. I'm not going to be retiring anytime soon or whatever it is. Right. But yeah, these, you can't count on it. Yeah, you can't and you shouldn't. And you just don't know what's going to happen with your parents. So, yeah, but it is, it is really fascinating. But anyway, whew, anyway, what an episode Four lives of Cody Brown. And, um, except for his night with Robin, <laughs> Not, not 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 much happening. Not much happening. Yeah, he's just like fantasizing about kissing Robin on that rock. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. If you like this podcast, please give us a five star uh, rating. It really does help us. Um, if you have not subscribed, please subscribe. Um, we've got uh, gosh, how many episodes now? One hundred forty plus episodes. I can't remember how many we've done now. Yeah, well, I have we this. have this full rewind um, that we've uh, that we've done up until now. We've got lots of documentaries, so lots of good stuff. Um, and uh, what else? So if you do enjoy this uh, episode or any of our episodes, please tell a friend, spread the word of Psych Legal Pop. We're on social media at Psych Legal Pop at um, TikTok and Instagram. And you can always email us at psychlegalpoppodcast at gmail.com. We do read those emails and, um, and you know, with suggestions and all that good stuff. Anything else? Mm, no. Okay. I can think of. All right. Thank you so much. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye.